Welcome back, guys. Today's a very special episode. Not only is it our 10th episode, but it's also Kylie's birthday. So, happy birthday, Kylie, you old fart. Now, with that being said, let's go ahead and get started. Now, Kylie, did you eat any cake today? No, but I'm eating Girl Scout cookies right now. <laughs> Are they thin mints? No. Are They're they... good, but they're not large. They're what? They're the coconut chocolate, whatever Samoa. one. Samoa. <laughs> yeah. You're just trying to make me hungry. <laughs> I'm trying to make everyone hungry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're delicious, dude. Huh? They're so delicious. It's like one of my biggest weaknesses is Samoa cookies. Right, Sam. Like, it's not a sob story a girl's going to give me. It's just those cookies. They're like, oh, we have Samoas. Oh, okay, you got my money, man. Dude, these are like vanilla ice cream. Mm. No idea. Wait, put it's that like on vanilla ice cream. cream? Yeah, you just, like, dunk them in the side. And you just, like, scoop oh. up the ice cream on the cookie and they eat it. It's so good. What are you telling me? You've never done this? You can even make it into a little ice cream sandwich. I've never done that. Yeah, you like put like a spoonful, <laughs> you wipe it on there, and like stack them, and you eat it in this ice cream sandwich. You know what's funny is that we've talked a lot about fitness and dieting on here, and we're talking about desserts <laughs> now. <laughs> it's my birthday, I can do what I want. <laughs> I do what I want. <laughs> One of the things I like to do actually is vanilla ice cream on apple pie, like heat yeah. apple pie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. That's really that's not so bad. <laughs> I'm just like talking with my mouth full of That's fine. That's fine. It's your birthday. We're not in the <laughs> yeah, same state, so I can't, I can't go over there and celebrate. So <laughs> we're doing a podcast, and we're going to celebrate mm-hmm. on here for everyone to listen to with your mouth being full. Yeah. I have nothing <laughs> to eat. <laughs> that's sweet. Uh, so I'm sending you Samoa vibes, okay? <laughs> Samoa vibes. <laughs> Actually, I um I tried carrot cake Oreos for the first time recently, mm. and they are delicious. That but, sounds huh? Gross. <laughs> are you kidding me? No, they're so freaking. I mean, I guess you have to like carrot cake. I love carrot cake, but it's also. Good. I do too. I love both of those things, but not together. <laughs> they're so good. Trust me, I I think you would change your mind if you tried one. <laughs> I'm ready for pumpkin. I'm so ready. You're such a white girl. Right. Yeah, I know. We gotta start actually talking, huh? Um. <laughs> so, what are we talking about today? Boy, you tell me. Well, we are talking about the root causes to bad relationships. Which that's not just. You know, boyfriend, girlfriend, or wife and husband. This is any relationship. So, family, friends, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I kind of... I mean, there's a few answers to that one. I feel like I... I that's kind of broad, too. Just like a lot of things we've talked about. <laughs> what, yeah. what What would you consider a root? I mean, like, would you say there's multiple roots, or is there one root? I don't think there's ever one root to anything. Is there one root to a tree? Is there one root to a plant? Is there one root to you? Is there one root to, like, no. 
That's fair. <laughs> okay. Well, what would you consider roots to a bad relationship? I think you have a little bit more experience with this than I do. Like I, I do, to a lot of. Well, I, I have some stories too, but like, I've definitely heard a lot of stories from you. Yeah. So. Um. I think it's a very, 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 very broad spectrum. Mm-hmm. Again, like, a lot of stuff we talk about, but, like, I think it's kind of, like, for me, I, I truly believe everything that we know and base our experience off of starts in childhood. Okay. Um, not saying we don't have, like, responsibilities to things in adulthood. We do. But I do think, like, majority of our behaviors stem from what we were taught, what we learned, what we felt, what we experienced, like, just how we perceived everything around us. Um, so I think that is the main root cause. Mm-hmm. Much like most of the human problem, like, it genuinely mainly stems from from childhood. Most of our stuff. So, um, I think that, I think a lot of main routes that people go through stemming off of that, though, come from, one, like, social training, so, like, religious beliefs, social beliefs, um, just the conditioning of the human mind. Mm believe that we need to be and act and mate a certain way like how for instance like we we believe in a very sexist way of of love like a guy can can really only propose like not not saying that women can't propose but like predominantly men are supposed to propose i don't think i've ever seen like a video of a woman proposing unless it was Obviously, a gay couple, but that's a different story. But I've, I've known women who propose. Oh, have you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, a couple of them. I went to high school with them. That'd be interesting. <laughs> I think it's cool. I think honestly. it is cool. I, 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 that'd throw me off, though. Like, if I, you know, if my girlfriend, like, proposed to me, I'd be like, oh, I wasn't expecting this. <laughs> <laughs> Like some guys are really shy, and they just will take forever. It's not that they don't love you. They just are scared. Like, because maybe they feel like, I don't know, like, I know quite a few reasonings. Is like, does she feel the same way? Am I going to get rejected? Is this going to be, like, the right person? Like, you know, whatever. But Yeah, I mean, yeah. marriage is a <laughs> yeah. scary thing. It really is. I don't think it is. I think people make it scary. That's fair. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I don't believe that, like, a genuine love-surrounded marriage is scary at all. Because it's easy. Hmm. Like, there's little to no fighting, and when you do fight, it's 
probably like relatively short-lived like this is what a healthy relationship looks like like it's not to say you guys won't ever write like but when you do it's like it's more like compromising and it's less like bickering or yelling or being passive aggressive or snide or sneaky like like doing stuff to mess with the other person whatever yeah which we see a lot of that or just like i mean me and you have witnessed a lot of bad relationships whether you know know, as far as like couples go i I know i i'm surrounded by that shit Mm -hmm. just my work alone i see it just customers it's crazy yeah and one of the biggest things that I cannot. Yeah, you're fine. Um, that I cannot stand is like when they're complaining about their boyfriend or girlfriend behind my back or making weird, really aggressive jokes. This actually yeah. happened recently. Like, cause like, I mean, like, cause that doesn't solve anything. That's just like you're getting aggressive behind the person's back, and it kind of just shows shows me. And everyone around you that you don't actually love that person. You're just pretending to love them. Mm-hmm. You know? And Ooh, that's like space filler love. I hate that stuff. Yeah. That is so scary to me. Yeah, like, oh, that's yeah. why people... I feel like that's the kind of stuff, like, that's like the reasoning why people are so afraid to fall in love is because of space filler loves. Mm-hmm. Like, it's people who create that stuff that make everybody else freaking scared of it because it is so sickening and, like, toxic. And, like, it's just, like, when someone rolls through one person after another, after another, after another, after another. Like, that person's self-worth, dude, bro, uh-uh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we see that a lot, dude. I can't, I can't do that. I mean, honestly, like, I've only had a, two girlfriends. Yeah. I've dated a little bit, you know, and that's it. Like, but like, I, I, I've only had two relationships Uh and I'm also not one to just sleep around too. Like I've done, you know, like I've, I've had like friends with benefits kind of, you know, but like it never never lasted that long. It's because it's not the same to me. Like I cannot do space fillers. It's just not the same. Yeah. like Like I love like, well, I love loving the other person. You know, like, I love showing passion, and when it's not there, like, it, it does, it just, it's, it's so empty. So mm-hmm. empty. Well, I feel like it makes you feel, like, kind of dirty in a way. Yeah. Like, just, yeah. like, cheap and low and not, like, you know? Mm-hmm. And I feel like people are so afraid to connect to each other anymore because it means connecting to themselves and their own problems and seeing themselves and like I think that is the the scariest part of like falling in love or being in a marriage or whatever is seeing who you are Mm. has nothing to do with seeing who that person is like a lot of kids huh same with having kids too yeah Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm yeah, yeah, like, because you're starting, because when you have kids, you're going to see a lot of, obviously, you're going to see both parents in that, that child, but you'll start yeah. noticing those bad behaviors that, uh, sorry, behaviors that they're mimicking, and you're like, 
oh, that didn't come from me, and then you go, oh, yeah, it did. <laughs> it totally did, dude. <laughs> and, yeah, it take, you have to take a long look at yourself. And that's healthy. That's very healthy, but it is very scary. And it's the same thing with friendships, too. It's like um, you, a negative mind can attract other negative minds, you know? We, I feel like we just found, like, a bigger root cause, and to, like, simplify that, I think calling it, like, like, a fear of, of, like, realization, of, like, reality, mm. because, and we have, we already discussed this, that we're going to make this a subject. Yes. Um, so, but, um, living up to a perfectionistic idea. Yeah, it's called overlapping. It's where you have a fantasy in your head and you're overlapping it over the reality. Yeah. So in your head, it's like, this is a true love story, but when it's really, it's just a very toxic relationship. I literally just felt like a proud mother bird when you said that word. I was like, woo! <laughs> 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 That's good. I'm so glad you know that. Like, I, I've done that. Yeah, a lot of people do. Most people do. Most people fall in love with what could be instead of what is. Mm -hmm. And, like, I literally, like, have had to practice that sentence alone myself. Where I'm like, am I falling in love with the idea of this person, of what they could be, of what we could be? Or, like, am I falling in love with who they really are? Like, and that's, that's a, that's a big question to answer. It's and hard. it's hard to step back well, and be like. in that state of denial too. Like, you're going to be like, oh yeah, I love who they are. And then there always comes a moment where you're like, huh, but do I? Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and well, and then we, and this, I guess that this is another root cause too, is that what ends up happening there is like, you end up finding resentment that person mm -hmm. like whether it be like a girlfriend or, boy, or friendships like this always happens. that's where passive aggressiveness oh my goodness passive aggressive aggressiveness my goodness i'm sorry guys comes from is that you're bottling up all these um, these negative emotions you actually feel towards this person and it comes out very snippy and mm -hmm. but then in your head you're like oh but i love this person yeah. love to death i would die for this person Oh, I freaking hate that <laughs> sentence. Ew. I would kill for this person. <laughs> yeah, I, don't oh, know. I would die for you. Like, bro. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm going to, like, quote this. But, like, and you already know. You already know what this is. Mm. But it's from, like, the Harley Quinn and Joker movie. The Suicide Squad one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, where he's yes. like, so would you fucking live for me? And I was like, I love that. Like that is so dope because that's so way more than Huh? Would you, would you live for me? Mm -hmm. Like that's so true because it's like that's way more painful, dude. Although I like the following line to that. It's like because even Joker kind of gives her a way out, almost like, oh, oh what was it? It was um. Do not follow through thoughtlessly because I have become surrender and surrender has become power or something like that. 
Because, mm. like, you know, even Joker, you know, like, I mean, like, in the comic, well, I get, we can go on about that. Maybe I shouldn't go too deep into this, but, like, everyone, if you're a fan of Batman, Joker, and Harley Quinn, they don't have a very good relationship. It's very abusive. They kind of romanticize it in Suicide Squad, but Joker just uses Harley Quinn and then beats her. And yeah. it's kind of, it's just the Stockholm Syndrome thing, you know, where Harley Quinn just keeps coming back. But I, uh, that was kind of like, in that in that scene, Joker does kind of give her a way out, but she keeps falling through because she's just puppy dog in love with him. And he's just like, all right, jump in, jump into the, the chemicals. Honestly, like, that sentence, though, like, <laughs> where you said, um, crap, <laughs> I literally just had it on my tongue and now it's gone. The, the line? Yeah. Do not follow through thoughtlessly. Keep going. For I have become surrender and surrender becomes power. Surrender becomes power, that's mm-hmm. what I was... Yeah, so cool. he's, like, giving her permission to leave... Or walk away now, or I'm just going to take control of you. Anyway. Well, like, I feel like it's kind of an interesting sentence, like, just right there. Surrender becomes power, because, like, I feel like in relationships, it's, like, what you have to do. Mm-hmm. Like, you have to, like, stand up for yourself. Obviously, <laughs> there's, like, bad behaviors or whatever, but, like, I think a lot of, like, what loving someone is, is, like, surrendering to whatever comes. Mm-hmm. So, and it does, it becomes very powerful because it's just like, whatever, like, I'm just gonna, like, I think the healthiest relationships end up being the ones, like, that people let go of. Like, they let go of the outcome, they let go of, like, losing this person because you're going to no matter what. Like, you're literally going to no matter what. Like, they're going to die just like you are. So, either way, you're going to lose this person one way or another. So, like, I think people have had this idea of, like, forever put in their head. Well, they mean forever, like, in the afterlife, too. <laughs> yeah, but it's like, bro, okay, you, you as a human being right now in this state, you do not know for 100% sure. Unless you're, like, someone who's, like, been there and come back. Like, you don't know. You don't know what's out there. Unless you're part of the Mormon religion, apparently they do. Yeah, a lot of people believe that they do. Like, uh-huh. and I sort of believe people who, like, have, like, legit died and come back. Like, I believe that stuff. I believe, like, and we all, we all have that attachment. So I do believe that they do know, like, there is afterlife. There is. Like, it's been proven before. So, just it's just... just what you think it is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's just like energetic life because like they've proven you cannot create or destroy energy. You are energy. You are movement. You are alive. They like people who have seizures literally have seizures because of an electrical combustion in their spinal column that leads up into their brain and tweaks their body out. You are electricity. And if you can't create or destroy that and it just is, then when you leave this, like, physical 3D body, you just are. Mm-hmm. So, like, and I feel like, I just feel like that's, like, a cool sentence. Like, I know those guys, like, as characters, they have a really crappy relationship, but they are, like, 
there's parts of it where they're so honest about how they really are mm-hmm. as people. And, like, you can see, like, the codependent versus, like, the narcissist. Like, he's obviously the narcissist. She's obviously the the codependent. Mm. He's a taker. He's a giver. Blah, blah. And, like, you see that toxicity and, like, how it, like, destroys the person. Like, it really actually destroys both. Mm -hmm. But the narcissist is numb to destruction. And the codependent chases it. Because they want to fucking like, fix it. Even in the movie, I mean, like, well, comic and movie, like, in the movie, they, they definitely get, like, they want Joker to feel a little bit more for Harley Quinn. Mm-hmm. But, like, I still look at it, even in the movie, that it's just more of a possession thing. Like, okay. he loves having her as a possession, but not as a person. Yeah. You know, and it's the same thing in the comic. Like, he just kind of takes advantage of this woman. And it starts off with, because she's his therapist, and it just, he realizes he can take advantage of her by ma- manipulating her and making her I do love the end though, because they changed it with the end, where he's like, like, he's all like, daddied up to her, and like, he's got kids with her, and they're cute, and like, he like, kisses her and stuff. Well, that so, was like, the Quinn's fantasy like, of a normal life yeah. with him, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's sad. Yeah, like, so, like, yeah, I mean, that scene, I, I guess that relates to what we were just talking about, you know, the overlapping thing, re- a fantasy over reality. She wishes she could have that normal life with this person, but it will never be normal because, well, Joker's pretty insane. Yeah. And she's lost her mind through falling in love with him. Yeah. Yeah, so it's... Crazy. Mm-hmm. Literally. <laughs> I never, I didn't think we were gonna bring up Harley Quinn and Joker in this, man. I, I'm kind of happy about it. I'm a huge Batman nerd, like by the way, guys. So I'm like, this is my I don't think topic. Could, <laughs> I don't think they could tell whatsoever. You know nothing about it, clearly. <laughs> I can go on and on and on. <laughs> I have with you. <laughs> yeah, you get we have. Batman. I'm like, all right, let's do this. <laughs> But no, I think that's a really good example, though, because, like, that's, I mean, because those relationships really do exist. Obviously, like, this, it's the comic book world, so it's more exaggerated, but it that stuff exists, and it's all around mm-hmm. us. And whether, like, sometimes it's definitely more subtle, other times it's not so subtle. Yeah. I mean, like, that's the thing with, like, we can look at so many couples that, on the outside... They look happy as hell. And then, but but then we don't see what goes on behind closed doors. And then next thing you know, we hear these people got divorced or they're getting a divorce. Oh, what happened? They seem so happy. Clearly, something wasn't right. It was just all make-believe. Yeah. You know, Show. Showboating. Yeah, yeah. We see that all the time. And so it's really sad because that's like a, a it is, it is really sad, yeah. I don't know. Like, I, 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 heck, I'm scared of this, uh, relationships, man. Like, friendships, too. Like, I, I keep a very small circle. You know, like, But that's what the, like, is. It's, like, release of outcome with anybody. Mm-hmm. And I think that's how people just need to learn to live through relationships is, like, 
no matter what, you're going to lose that person. So why do you go into a relationship fearing losing them? Like, I've struggled with that, too. Mm-hmm. But, like, I feel like a lot of it was just my straight-up, like, conditioning. Yeah. Of, like, having to hold on to somebody, you know? And, like, if they decide to walk away, then it's a reflection of me and who I am and my worth and, blah, like, all this, like, psycho stuff. And it's really just conditioning. Mm-hmm. A lot of us are taught to believe that we're not good enough, we're not worthy of love, what if this goes wrong, I'm not ready for pain, I can't handle that, I can't deal with that, blah, blah, blah. Like, it's all just this, like, fear-based reaction to love. And love isn't something that you should fear. Like, like if you yeah. really freaking love somebody, it's not ugly. It's not fighting. It's not, like, like, yeah, you might argue, you might get annoyed with each other, but, like, like it doesn't have to be rainbows and butterflies all the freaking like time. Huh? <laughs> I feel like that's almost part of the fun, though, like, when you're annoyed by them. As weird as that yeah, sounds, fun. like, it's like, oh, my God, you're annoying, but I love you. Yeah, both of like annoyances are fine, but like I'm talking like annoyed, annoyed. Like I don't even want to talk to you. I don't want to look at you. Yeah. But, like, like nasty. Mm-hmm. And I feel like when when you're like that with someone, when that when that person isn't making you smile more or laugh more, and they're making you angry or they're making you like feel bad about yourself or whatever, like that's like obvious signs of this is, like, an unhealthy person. And you, or, like, you're unhealthy, or you're both unhealthy because you're both attracting that relationship. You're both settling for that relationship. So, like, really, I can't even say it's one person's fault because it's both. Yeah. You both have to be sick to be in something like that and think that it's okay. Because, like, I think people have this, like, fear of release, a fear of change, but, like, specifically a fear of release. Because mm-hmm. it's, like, releasing things into the unknown. It could mean being alone. And, like, our brain literally, like, our primal brain still registers that as, like, death because we're still pack animals. Mm-hmm. So if you're alone, you're at risk, like a lot of us. So we learn to be pack animals still <laughs> like <laughs> so I just feel like really dude relationships are not that hard they're not people make it hard because we have all these attachments and all these beliefs on how things should be how things should feel and it's like Really, dude, what love actually is, is just, like, taking a look at that person and being like, you know what, dude, you are screwed up in so many areas, but, like, it's nothing I can't handle, it's nothing we can't break together, like, because that's the whole design of, like, being in a partnership, is like, let's go make each other better. Yeah, yeah. Let's go do better, let's go be better, let's go think better. And that's... That's definitely ideal for me. Like I, I think I brought this up in one of our podcasts where like that's what I look for is like someone I can grow from and and for them to grow from me. You know, we're just kind of I was gonna say well, 
What's the word I'm looking for? I think it's watering each other's roots. <laughs> no, I don't know. I, you know like, I just... Because there's, there's always going to be issues with any relationship. But, like, if you both can just, like, as you said, just get through it and grow from it, like, it's awesome. Calmly. Calmly, yeah. Not, like, screaming, throwing stuff at each other. Like, that's... <laughs> Well, that's the thing, like, I understand getting really angry, but, like, well, okay, so, like, I just recently experienced this, and I felt like it was a pretty beautiful conversation, and I think that it's amazing when people, like, when two people can do this, um, but I just experienced a conversation that was, like, similar to what we're talking about, and, like, it was, like, I reacted in a way that I was, like, kind of ashamed of, and I was just, like, I said some things that I just was, like, it was straight up, it was a reaction out of just, like, pure rage. And, like, really, I was just super in my head. I was getting super negative. I was getting, like, super, like, worried and anxious and just wrapped up. And I wasn't understanding certain things. And, like, we ended up, like, not speaking for quite a while. And then um, we ended up, like, having, like, a really beautiful, like, short-lived, short-lived, which is what I love. It wasn't stressful. It wasn't, like, drawn out. It was so short-lived, and it was just, like, like, we both said we're sorry, you know? And I was just, like, explaining my side, and I was, like, I, like, said things that were not okay, like, you know, but it was, like, in a really tender moment, like, and it was, I, I think it's really beautiful that when, when people can go from a state of being, like, I'm hurting or, like, we're both hurting or whatever, and, like, you guys just come together, and it's, like, you know what, dude, it's not worth it. It's not worth the heartache. It's not worth, like, the drama. Like, let's just be civil and loving and like kind and just like throw it in the back seat like what's it really worth nothing mm, yeah like, if you really love that person dude it's like you have to love them you have to love them not what you want them to be not what you want your relationship to be like they come as they are if they change that's their prerogative but, like, they come as they are, and, like, you're just really there for the ride. So, like, that's that's what I mean with, like, healthy relationship versus not healthy relationship. So, a healthy relationship is, like, the dude that's, like, going on a roller coaster just to go. And then a non-healthy relationship is the dude who's, like, trying to buy the roller coaster and own it and keep it forever. <laughs> Put a ring on it. Yeah. But, like, possess it. Like, it's mine. Like, no one else can look at my freaking roller coaster over your eyes. <laughs> my precious. <laughs> yeah, like, I know it's shiny, bitch. <laughs> look away. <laughs> well, well, we're going to have to start wrapping this up here. Is there anything you like Huh? I thought I feel like this was a good conversation. It was a very good conversation. Yeah. And happy birthday once again. I'm glad you got to eat some cookies. Thank you. Yeah, I'm 23 now. <laughs> I'm turning 30 next month, man. 
Thank you all for listening, and we'll see you all next week. Bye!